Okay, good morning, everyone. Good morning. So, um, yep, uh, welcome back to the uh, SOW uh, for 14th of uh, July. And uh, this is our first SOW uh, um, after the general elections. I hope that you know, uh, everyone is uh, happy with their results. Uh, if you're not happy, it's okay. You wait another five more years, you can actually you know, uh, 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 use your vote to, uh, to express your unhappiness again. But uh, that said, you know, um, I thank God that you know, the uh, elections went well and uh, that you know, uh, everything can go continue as per normal. And that, of course, that, you know, uh, with everyone in the uh, uh, Sengkang, you know, um, I hope that you're also happy. You know, uh, you've got an additional uh, representative, additional voice you know, uh, in the parliament. Okay, um, that's it. Come, uh, let us uh, just start this one. So um, for everyone's uh, uh, reference, okay, I'm going to share an article uh, from Forbes, uh, from, uh, written by Forbes Financial Council. It's actually dated uh, April 22nd. Okay, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, so, okay, James, let me just ask you, um, do you know who this Forbes Financial Council are or is? No, I got no don't idea. Know. Yes. Okay, okay. Actually, I also don't know. Okay. Uh, so, but because they they wrote they wrote this article, so uh, I had to just check you know, who they are and okay. uh, just to give you a quick uh like you know introduction. Uh, so, Fox Financial Council is an invitation only organization, uh, for senior level financial services executives and leaders. Uh, so okay. basically, the people who are in this organization, they are by invitation only, and they they have to meet certain uh requirements uh, for this. Okay. Um, so what they did was that uh, they compiled and uh, they wrote in uh, each of their own uh, so-called financial planning tips. Okay. okay. Um, there are fifteen financial planning tips that are from this article, but I'm just going to select uh, three or four of them so that uh, we can just uh, do a quick discussion over it, lah. Okay. Mm, now, nice. um, uh, so one of the first one that uh, we talk about, like, in terms of financial tips, right? Okay. Um, James is that you no. Know, um, I think it's very useful to start off is that you know when we want to do some financial planning for ourselves. It's not just about like the insurance per se, you know, which is the company, you know, understanding. But uh, what the idea or the uh, suggestion here, uh, given here is that, you know, uh, is to start with an end in mind. Okay. Uh, so I, I think this is a very good uh, first step for us uh, to ask ourselves, you know, uh, in terms of like what you want to do financially. Um, you should be able to ask and uh, find out, you know, uh, or determine uh, what kind of uh, end goal you want. Okay. Um, so, yeah, and uh, what kind of lifestyle you want, and uh, and by doing that, you know, you can understand your expenses and income. Okay. Uh, so it's important, you know. Sometimes that we say, oh, I want to be rich. I want to be like able to afford this one. Uh, so that itself is a good start. It's a good start because you have a certain end goal in mind. Uh, so spend some time thinking about it. Right. Um, and then the second one that uh, I like to also share. Uh, personally, I found it very useful is that. Uh, uh, what we'll share here is actually know your fixed burn rate to the penny. Uh, mm. What it means is you know, in, in, your, in, in, in business terms, it's actually your burn rate. You know, uh, some of you who are familiar with it, it just means that you know, uh, know your cash flow, how much your, uh, your expenses are, or, or rather your monthly fixed costs. Right? Um, uh, the idea here is that you know, yeah, if you are in a career that you know, uh, if you want to increase your expenses or right, you know, you want to increase more cash flow. Uh, if you're in the sales and you're in the commission uh, like you know uh, industry, you can work harder. Um, but if you want to then uh, you know if you're not in that kind of uh, industry, you're in the fixed pay. So it's important to then know what is your outflow. 
yeah, so that you can plan and budget around it. Yeah, otherwise, then you'll be uh, worth spending, right? Mm -hmm. okay. and, and these are tips for people who are new to financial planning, right? I mean, yes, for yes, people you're, who want you're to. Right. Mm. Yeah, correct, correct. I think financial planning in this case, uh, is, it, it doesn't have to be complicated. Just need to follow a few of these rules uh, that uh, I'm sharing as well. Um, so uh, I've covered two of the, the, the tips, which is actually start with the goal, uh, end, goal goal in, end goal in mind. Yeah, and then second one is actually knowing know your, your burn, burn rate. Uh, burn rate. Yeah. yeah, that means like knowing what your fixed cost on a monthly basis is. Yeah, and uh, of course the third one is uh, that I like to highlight is actually uh, pay yourself first. Okay. Uh, so pay yourself first doesn't mean that you know you give yourself a salary in that sense, but rather you know uh, setting aside some money. Okay, uh, monthly or even like a, a regular basis. Okay, uh, that is used of, uh, for a discipline saving. Okay? Mm. Um, so this one actually helps you to make sure that you have uh, in, uh, a, a set of uh, funds uh, that can be used for your long-term goal, which in this case actually translates to your end goal in mind, which is the first point that I highlighted. Right? Um, so it's important. You pay everything. Uh, one thing that you know, James, uh, we realize that you know, um, we, when our pay comes in, we tend to want to pay everything else, you know, um, which in this case uh, is a common practice. But mm. if you think about it, like you are actually paying others first, or rather everything else, uh, then only comes to yourself, which in this case uh, is a bit, um, it, it, it can be difficult, especially if you have your own goals uh, to, to want to strive for. So important, pay for self. Um, and then, uh, and in this case, yourself is actually who, what you want to achieve in the long term, which is your end goal. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think that I, I think that's a good sharing. I think one way to look at it is also, you know, if you have one thousand dollars, right? Who do you want to invest, you know, with, you know, in this in this room or in this webinar session, right? Who are the people you want to invest in? Yeah. And yes. I think the best person to invest in is actually ourselves. Yes, you are right. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, uh, who is the best asset that you can actually think of, or like well, who's the most important asset that we can all have? Also ourselves. Yes. <laughs> biggest assets. Right. Yes. 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 Yeah. So um, so this concept of like our you being or we ourselves being our biggest asset uh, is something that uh, we uh, in this uh, money map uh, talk about as well. Um. Uh, in fact, this is something that we need to understand and capture so that you know uh, we realize the importance of like making sure that you yourself or me myself uh, is taken care of, and then uh, 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 there is uh, enough attention given to it to improve, uh, to uh, to be uh, well protected in terms of risk management. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that itself is a from the spin-off from a, a, a pay yourself. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Gaius. Uh, Gaius, you want to repeat the three, uh, you know, tips for beginners, you know, for financial planning again, and which are these three key tips? And I and I just noticed all that actually Gaius right has a degree in NUS. Gaius also has a CHFC, and at the same time, he also has a diploma in financial planning. You know, something that I didn't really know, and uh, you know, when I was preparing, when I was doing up the website for Money Map. Yeah, and this is what I found out. So, guys, you want to share that three tips again or not? Yeah, so that it is useful for thanks, consumer thanks. as well as for practitioner as well. Yeah. Um, so, uh, guys, so the tips that I shared, uh, this is the, the first one is actually starting with the end in mind. Okay, so uh, know where you want to uh, end up, you know, uh, in the long term or in the future. Second one, 
is actually knowing your burn rate, that means what your monthly fixed cost is. And uh, of course, uh, the third one, uh, pay yourself. Okay. Um, these three uh, tips are actually uh, lifted off from an article uh, from uh, Forbes Finance Council. Um, you can go and search it. It's, uh, the, the article is dated 22nd of April. Yep. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Kayas. And, uh, and over at my side, right, uh, let me just talk about something on investment, uh, which is also very similar to what Kayas has uh has shared earlier, you know, Gaius talked about financial planning uh, in general. I'm just going to talk about um, investing for new beginner. And again, right, me and Gaius, we didn't really prepare for the topic, but then apparently the topic just comes in, you know, naturally, you know, complementing each other's topic. For beginners, yes. Yes, and this is for beginners as well. And um, and if you look at uh, the current market, right, I, I think somewhere in, sometime in April, I mentioned that there is a huge number of uh, foreign deposits that have entered Singapore. And a month earlier, in March or even in February, right, some of, our, some of the partners that we have been working closely with, like IFAS, or even the banks has also mentioned a sudden increase in the number of investment accounts that has been opened. Yeah. So like I mentioned, right, this account has been opened. Some have been funded, but not all have been funded. Right? So amidst of all this uh, pandemic, right, uh, they also noticed that the people who have opened this account are generally the younger, uh, younger you know, Singaporeans or younger people. Okay? And all these young people who open this account, right, they are basically looking for opportunities to put their cash to work. So that, and this is most of them uh, is their first time uh, investing in, in the market. Okay, whether is it unit trust, whether is it stocks and equity, whether is it uh, forex or not, this is probably the first time that they have started uh, opening an account. Okay, and, and this boom, right, basically has, uh, and this surge in demand, right, has also been seen across, uh, you know, uh, across the retail. Uh, investor across the region as well. I was reading an article from CNBC. They also mentioned that uh, across the Asia region, right, the online brokerage account uh, has seen a rapid increase over the past couple of months. Okay, and and upon seeing these statistics, right, I thought today it is the best time to just share with everyone, right. Today, if you are new, okay, to opening an investment account, what should you be doing? Okay, um, I think one of the best way. Uh, for newcomers who have just started investing, right, is to safeguard yourself against the ups and downs. The, the market uh, may seem attractive to go in now, but we really don't know where that bottom is. Correct, Gaius? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now because there we, are so many bottoms. Yes. <laughs> and at the same time, we don't have a crystal ball, you know, to determine, you know, is this the best time to enter? I I think there, is real, there really isn't a best time to invest enter. I think uh, most importantly, it is really investing for long term and also to invest into a more diversified uh, portfolio. Um, so there is uh, two approach, okay, uh, that, you know, on top of what Gaius has mentioned, right, in financial planning, starting with an angle in mind, know your burn rate, start paying yourself first, right? If today you are new to investment, I think you can adopt these two approach, the next two approach that I'm going to share. Uh, one is uh, look for investment Right now, right, they can provide you with uh, income from a regular interest payment, uh, you know, so that you can diversify your risky assets and attach against the tough market condition right now. And so really look for that, uh, that funds, the dividend paying funds that can give you uh, that 
the regular repayment, regular dividend, regular payment. I think this is one good approach that uh, beginners can approach. The second approach right, is they can allocate the funds across uh, more assets so that they can rebalance, uh, so that they can basically diversify their risk. And then they should also do a regular rebalancing regularly. Yeah, and one way to do a regular balancing regularly right, is really to talk to your investment consultant, investment advisor, financial planner, financial consultant. Yeah, they are the, they are the professional who can give you a good updates of what is happening in the market. I think like just yesterday, right, I was talking to um, a customer you know, while doing a callback. Um, so I was having a chat with the customer and the, and the customer who have taken up a loans like about two and a half years ago. Uh, so the customer was telling me that oh, his loan was 2%. You know, but then I, I told him that the current rate is less than a percent. And then the customer is so excited. The customer said, no, I uh, want to find out more about how he can save money by reducing his mortgage interest rate. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. So, so, so I think there is really a value for you to really uh, start talking to your financial consultant so that you can rebalance and relook at your investment on a more regular basis. So uh, once again, to summarize that simple two-step, right? One, the two approach, one is to look for investment funds that can provide you with a regular return, regular interest payment. Okay. Second is uh, to allocate your funds across different asset class so that uh, it can diversify the risk further. Yep. So these are the two sharing that I have for today for this Great. week's SOW. Yeah, great. James, uh, yeah, maybe if I also can add on, uh, some of you may actually ask like, like what James said, you know, in terms of diversifying and also rebalancing your, your investment. Um, I, just, just a thought, you know, some questions may actually come up and it's like, oh, so how, how often should I uh, rebalance or like, you know, uh, um, in terms of like, in terms of the uh, frequency, is it like every month, every week or even uh, quarterly? Uh, well, I mean, just uh, for our listeners' uh, uh, benefit, um, there are instruments outside there. Uh, in general, they, the rebalancing is actually happening on a, a quarterly basis. Um, why quarterly basis? Uh, well, I mean, uh, it's actually, it depends also on the uh, volatility and the risk uh, profile of your investments. Uh, but if you're looking at like, you know, those that are based on uh, unit trust funds, right? Uh, because of this volatility is not that high as compared to stocks, for example. Um, so generally on a quarterly basis is uh, quite a good balance in terms of frequency of uh, 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 reallocating or rebalancing your funds. Uh. Yeah, so just, just to add on to that, yeah, like what uh, James has mentioned. Um, so, yeah, um, that's all from us uh, today, everyone. Okay, um, and uh, you're listening to uh, SOW start of the week on the uh, 14th of July. And uh, thanks for listening for us, uh, to us again. And uh, if you like our content, please follow us at our Instagram and Facebook handle. And uh, if you found that uh, what you're hearing is useful, this podcast is part of our Money CEO channel. Uh, where we talk about day-to-day financial matters. And most of all, we try to make it simple, bite-sized, and easy for you to understand. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed week ahead. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.